Oregon Ramen is a restaurant in Ashland, Massachusetts. It serves traditional and authentic Japanese ramen, Thai noodle soups, and the best chicken wings in Metro West. Everything done in-house from scratch, and they use only the highest quality products from small farms. Co-chef owners, Papanook and Alan McIntosh, combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508 309-3416 or they can be located on Facebook at Dorgan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well www.dorganramen.com Vampire Movie Minute Podcast, podcast dedicated to any and all vampire movies ever created except for ones done by other podcasts. (laughs) I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And tonight we are looking at minutes 85 to 90, almost at the end of the Life Force Movie Minute Podcast. And how do we begin these these minutes, Scott? Yes, we begin these minutes with uh, Carlson explaining what really happened on the Churchill, and then we end with a helicopter escape from zombified uh, vampire people. Right, and of course with that escaping the helicopter, we get the tempo picking up music, you know, the music theme and stuff like that, which is fantastic, and only available on the extended edition. Um, The other version of the film does not have cool music. (laughs) Which is a shame. Yeah. Have you seen the Life Force uh, metal box? Uh, what do they call those? Um, Steel box, I think they call it. Yeah. Have you seen that? I think so. Yeah. It's got, um, it's uh, it's like $80 right now on Blu-ray. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those That's... things are usually like 20 or 30 bucks or whatever when they come out. And I think it's, they're most of the time, they're usually at just Best Buy. Um, it's got our space girl and it's got one of the uh the shrunken dead guys uh looks like they're kissing each other and then the light is shooting, shooting up from the planet and it says life force it's not a good cover just like the eyeball is not a good cover for this movie yeah that doesn't make much sense to me yeah that's that's a strange one i don't like that cover i don't like either cover i like the one where she's like shooting up through space with the light shining out of her eyes and her breasts have like you know, scars on the nipples because nipples are fucking offensive for some reason. Apparently. We all suck on a woman's nipples when we're born, people. Stop getting all butthurt about nipples on a woman. I swear to God, I'm so sick and tired of it. Uh, It's, it's It's an odd fixation, to say the least. I don't get it. I just, I never have. But anyway, moving on. Um... What's their explanation? Yeah, so what Carlson explains is that he was uh, drawn to Space Girl and that uh, the real truth is is kind of what we suspected for a while because he's been acting shady about it, is that he's he's the one that kind of uh, torpedoed the Churchill because he didn't want it to be found. And if it was, he didn't want anybody to know, to know what happened. But yeah, and they don't they don't really show it. They just show him making out with Space Girl as he says he's like she took out the crew one by one but he's just like tongue tongue deep in her so who the heck knows how it happened 
Do we know what type of helicopter they escape in? Do we know any, do, I'm not a big helicopter aviator kind of person, so I don't know if you are. Yeah, hard hard to say. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it looks like every helicopter they, they used in Vietnam, so I have no idea. <laughs> so uh, they don't, you know, unless it's an attack helicopter, they don't usually change the design too much on them from what I've seen. Do you but, remember that uh, line? Yeah, but, do you remember the line from Ted by uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, you know, the, the, the star of this movie? Uh, talking about how uh, nothing is more awesome than an Apache helicopter, a pure instrument of destruction. <laughs> yes. A pure death machine. Oh, my yeah, God. Um, I love it when he goes over what the Apache helicopter has and what it can do. <laughs> yes. That's a good bit. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we get a bunch of exposition because uh, Dr. Afalada calls, and ah. he's just like, hey, hey, Carlson, uh Specific, he's calling out Carlson's name to the heavens, which is really weird. But he indicates that he just dumps all the backstories. Like, okay, so like so these these vampires, like uh, the the current ones, the new ones they're making, they have to keep feeding or else they'll explode. And but the, the three ones can last a lot longer. I killed one of them. I killed him with a with leaded iron. It was an ancient sword that I just had lying around. I'm guessing that's how you have to kill them. By the way, you don't stab them in the heart. You stab them in the energy center, quote unquote, that's beneath the heart. Huh. <laughs> so, and then he keeps going, right, Carlson? Carlson? Like to the heavens. It's like, I don't even know how he's calling him on the radio. <laughs> so would you say that Carlson stabs her in her epicenter with his sword? Ha ha. Get it? Below yes. the heart would be her vagina? Sex joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but I think they wrote that specifically on purpose because of the phallic shape of, you know. So. Of course, yeah. Uh, by the way, Steve Railsbeck's got an interesting movie coming out that he is top billed star of coming up. Uh, also really? stars Bay Ling. Yeah, it's called Night Caller. Not to be confused with Night Crawler starring Jake Gyllenhaal or the uh, Catholic, you know, demon mutant X-Men. A telephone psychic is pulled into a complex web of mystery when she receives a call from a serial killer. It seems like I've heard this plot before. It sounds like The Gift. Have you ever seen that with uh, Kate Blanchett? Yeah, and it has a really interesting cast, too. We also got Lou Temple in it from Walking Dead fame and, you know, Rob Zombie films. We have Kelly Maroney in it from Chopping Mall, um, Bay oh. Ling, Susan Pryber, uh, Robert Miano. Yeah, so it's an interesting collection of folks, to say the least. Yeah, Robert Miano is a pretty distinguished, like, well-known actor, good career going, like, back, like, you know, he's got, guy, that guy has, like, uh, 200, look, he's closing in on the 300 credit mark for, for uh, credits, going all the way back to a, to a time when he was on General Hospital for a number of years. Oh, wow, like, trying to catch James Hong or something. <laughs> We're not talking about General Hospital today. We're talking about General Hospital when it started. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our uh, lead character's uh, movie coming up soon. Interesting. Yeah, well, it'll be curious to see what the quality is based on the talent involved. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see. I have a feeling that maybe um, our uh, you know our resident uh, space uh, spaceman is um, astronaut is possibly the killer because he's got that kind of face. Unfortunately, not the type. Oh, but uh, of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> 80s leading man is modern serial killer. Who do you think outranks who in this scene? Uh, Colonel uh, Colonel Kane or Colonel Carlson? Because they're both colonels. One well, they're both colonels. The difficulty, space colonel. yeah. The difficulty is, is that I think uh, Colonel Carlson is technically well, he would be U.S. Air Force, and they're in England, so I think it goes to Colonel Kane. 
because I think it's all it's all British military. So I think Carlson is basically a guest. But so it would be it would be like if we if we had like if the CIA had James Bond over, it would be like, well, yeah, no, Bond, you report to them. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, where do all these zombies come from? Do you think this is the energy that that creates them? Yeah, it's it's unclear. They just uh, they just get a quick report from London that it's on fire. And it is. Yeah. And then, and then the ghosts from Ghostbusters that hearkened uh, Gozer uh, start floating around and blowing up London. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that is uh, pretty accurate. That That is exactly what it is, the ghost from Ghostbusters. Yeah, all the all the spirits where they released the, the giant trap. <laughs> so. But yeah, but it, it's, it's just pure pandemonium on the streets of London. Uh, every, everything, every dying vampire looks like a zombie and is trying to eat people. And and then Carlson and Kane are going straight to the prime minister, but uh, it doesn't go very well because the prime minister is acting like he has a drug problem, and it turns out he has a vampire problem, and in, in that he is one. Um, yeah, I'm sure uh, the, the prime minister played by Peter Podorus, uh, who we've talked about before, he... Um, I, I'm sure this isn't the first uh, England prime minister to uh, have any kind of drug problem. Probably not. I mean, Boris Johnson definitely looks like he has one, whether or not he does. So is Boris Johnson the current prime minister in 2021? Yes, he is. Have you ever seen the photos of him? Just like, if Google him quickly and just take a look at his fucking hair. Like, it's so, like, right, so hold disheveled. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Boris Johnson. Who is uh, yeah. the most uh, well-known prime minister of England that everyone probably really loves? <laughs> loves is different. Nobody. Lo- there's. I don't think there's been a single prime minister that's been beloved, but the most well known is probably Margaret Thatcher, which who about, probably was prime. What about the one from uh, World War Two? Um, oh, Churchill. Yeah, Thatcher and Churchill. Yeah, but Churchill's kind of been reexamined for being kind of a. While inspirational, he was also a shithead and equal <laughs> equal measure. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. So Boris Johnson could be played by. Um, Oh uh, shoot! I forgot his name. He's in Blue Chips. He was in the Hulk. He was just in the Mandalorian. Oh, Nick Nolte. He could be played by Nick Nolte. <laughs> he could be played by Nick Nolte's mugshot. That's who he could be played by. Or Nick Nolte from the incredible from the from the Angley Hulk movie because he was, yeah. Like, Nick, it's so funny. It's Nick Nolte is so interesting to me because his voice started gravelly like around this time. He's like, uh, so the right at the time, he still he still sounded like a guy. Like he still sounded like a guy. That's what he sounded like. You know, when he was like in Forty Eight Hours with uh, Eddie Murphy, like a couple years before this. Right. They killed oh, off obviously when... the best character on the Mandalorian. Spoiler alert: yeah. if you haven't seen the first season. <laughs> I haven't, but it's not spoil. I'll I'll, I'll probably forget it by the time. But yeah, but 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 now he just sounds like an old man who has a mystical tale to tell you. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Oh, my God. You do it so, so well. Um, so guttural. <laughs> there's, like, no information about who any of these people are because it just, we get one zombie uncredited and that's it. Zombie shot in head. Is anybody shot in the head in this scene? No, that that waits until Kane is going through the streets of London a, bit, right. a couple minutes later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we have, then, we have a the back end is is a lot of Kane just running and shooting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then leading to the helicopter escape. Now, do we? Yep. I um I I I missed it in my notes, but uh, is this where we have like the arm detached to the helicopter? 
Yes, that's actually what ends these minutes. Yeah, they, they see that the the prime minister has absorbed his secretary. Like he calls her in very suspiciously, goes behind a curtain and then just faces faces her. That's just what I'm calling it now. And uh, and then they're like, and facial, time to go. Facial the floor, total facial. Total facial. But yeah, so that's what they do. And then, yeah, so then they, they hop in, they get to tell their pilot, go, go, go. And then two, two zombified uh, vampire type fellas hop on and one of them, his, his hands are there. And then everything on those hands slides off. And then it's right about there that the, we still got one hanging on and that's where the five minutes end. That's all the notes I have for these five minutes of the Vampire Movie Minute podcast as we are rounding out the rest of the movie very quickly. Tune in next week as we will have minutes 90 to 95, and then the following week will be a short episode because that pretty much ends the film during the credits. <laughs> um, and then uh, don't forget, in <laughs> September, when What We Do in the Shadows starts in September, right around the time it starts, we will begin What We Do in the Shadows Movie Minute podcast for the Taika Watiti movie, who, by the way, at the time of recording this, Scott, did you see what Taika Watiti posted with Ryan Reynolds? Oh, yeah, he did the, the uh, Deadpool is officially in the MCU, and he was as Korg. Is that is that what you're referring to? Yep, Tycho was Korg, and Ryan was dressed up in his official Deadpool costume, and they were watching a trailer for um, uh, the, the free video guy. game Ryan Reynolds was in. Yeah, Free Guy. Yes, Free Guy. And apparently, I uh, missed it, but uh, you can find it online. He did a, uh, he did a trailer reaction for Cruella as well. Scott? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, you cut out. I said that uh, he did a trailer reaction for Cruella as well. Oh, very nice. Yeah, where he says, where the fucking dogs in this trailer? (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Absolutely (laughs) hilarious. It was so damn funny. Of all the characters I want to see Deadpool teamed up to do something with or whatever, Korg is definitely up there. The Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, something that matches that kind of humor. I don't want to see him like palling around with like Captain America or something like that's got a serious tone to it. And Ant-Man does, it is also comedy, but Ant-Man does, you know, it, it is serious when it needs to be. Yeah. Ant-Man's, a, it's kind of like family silly. And then I, it, what's interesting is that how often that Deadpool and Spider-Man are buds. So they'll never do that because it's too complicated with rights, but that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, and we will be getting more, and I think we're probably going to run uh, what we do in the shadows through the season of um, what we do in the shadows of TV show season three. But also, if we play our cards right, we'll probably run it right into the first trailer review for Take a TD's Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, and then also, and right now, uh, for those of you who are fans of you know what we do in the shadows and stuff, they started to show it, this is. The What We Do in the Shadows FX show is actually the second spinoff of the movie. The original is called Wellington Paranormal. It's a New Zealand show, and which is basically like cops who have to deal with guys like like the guys from What We Do in the Shadows every week. Uh-huh. And they just started dropping episodes on HBO Max if you have it. So definitely check it out. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And you can find us over on the Vampire Movie Minute podcast on Twitter and Facebook or send us an email at radiohorror at gmail.com. And we will be back in about a week with the next exciting episode as we finish out the film here on the Vampire Movie Minute podcast covering Life Force. Mm-hmm.